Welcome to the Arone Sports Podcast. Listen in as professional handicappers Frank and Rob break down this week's wagers on a game-by-game basis. Tomorrow, the last soccer keep is money. Is there a lot of money to be made in that kind of business? Nothing is impossible. You can shear a sheep many times, but skin him only once. Obsession is a young man's game. This is exactly my point. Take it easy, take it easy. Simple, my people, not easy. What's all that about? You're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. What I think I meant to say was just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I'm here to give you a show what it's missing. You guys are crazy. You ready? Ready. Set? Set. One, two, three, go! Welcome back to the Your Own Sports Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 29th, 2020, and Super Bowl week. We're, uh, we're finally here. For better or for worse. Uh, should, should be a good game at least this year, which is kind of exciting. But yeah, off, uh, off a week hiatus there with the, uh, Pro Bowl week. And now, uh, ready to finish up strong here, which will probably be our, our shortest podcast ever, or, or right about up there. So anyway, let's, uh, head on upstairs, bring in the other member of the team. How you doing there, Crabber? Yeah, not too bad. It's, uh, Kind of good to be back in a sense, but also kind of a little bittersweet here because it uh, will be the last podcast until next fall. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens here for the Super Bowl. Should be exciting. Should be fun. But yeah, another season here uh, at the end. Yeah, you have any Super Bowl plans yet, or not sure what's uh, on the docket for that? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question. How about uh, how about yourself? You know what you're doing yet? No, not not yet. So it's. Not yeah, it's funny. Not usually, the there's a conversation starter. <laughs> yeah, usually there's a you know, something in the in the works or whatever. You get kind of excited for something here, especially already a couple of days away. But yeah, just this year's kind of seems a little weird and different uh, for Super Bowl. That's for sure. Yeah, this is kind of a weird one. I mean, I was going to get to it later, but I think from an entertainment standpoint, it's probably one of the more interesting games I'm willing to watch or wanting to watch, as opposed to a lot of years. It's like, yeah, you know, this team I think should should pretty much win or I'm not really that interested or I hate both these teams. I I think there's pieces of both these teams that I like quite a bit, just in terms of like fun teams to cheer for, or, you know, nobody that I really like hate or, you know, with the Patriots in their last year. And um, so at least from that perspective, it should be an actually good game to watch along with all the commercials, and halftime and all that other, all the other jazz. But all right, let's, uh, it feels like it was about three years ago, but it was only a couple weeks ago. Let's start off and do a uh, weekend recap. The weekend recap. All right. So, how did the uh, how the conference championship week treat you, Rob? Um. Yeah. It looks like yeah, no releases for me, but I did have my pick of the week that got home there in that Kansas City over, similar to the week before. So, got that home. But yeah, it was a pretty light week, like we kind of mentioned in the pod. It was just. Uh, just not a whole lot there, and unfortunately, it seems like that's kind of how it's been going here this year. I guess that's why you see the negative profit and my first losing year here is what's going to be, unless I jam a bunch of huge, huge plays here in the Super Bowl. But <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely going to be the first losing year I've had here since starting. Uh, I know my report on the website. I think of another losing year, but me personally, um, just plays that I bet and getting better numbers, all that. So, yeah, my first losing NFL season, so it's pretty frustrating here. Um, after, uh, since 2015, you know, going on four years now, uh, full seasons NFL and, uh, finally getting the loser. So that's kind of frustrating. But, uh, but with that being said, like I, like I was mentioning, 
it's about how it, how it works here because last uh, or not last week or the week before uh, last podcast we didn't have a whole a lot of huge opinions but everything we kind of leaned to or we're kind of close to getting to is we're pretty much right on I mean we both or at least me personally I definitely like the San Francisco side end up having a small bet on there with uh, one of your buddies I ended up getting there really easily and then you had the Kansas City side that I, I definitely liked as well but uh, didn't, didn't end up pulling the trigger then on the over and then that Kansas City game which obviously is my pick of the week was my strongest opinion and and that got there in fairly easy fashion too. So the only one I didn't have a huge opinion on was that San Francisco total, even though I did lean over and uh, that one ended up getting there too. So yeah, all in all, it's kind of frustrating how you're kind of not super convinced on, <laughs> on your opinions, but they end up all getting there uh, when you get the leans like that. So oh uh, yeah, unfortunately I didn't make a lot of money or uh, a ton of profit from it. That, that Kansas City total definitely made, uh, made a little bit out of that. But other than that, it just wasn't, uh, wasn't as profitable as it could have been, but. Uh, yeah, it's better than losing, I guess, for sure. But, uh, again, kind of just the moral of this year, for sure, of, uh, the NFL 2019 season. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, for, for me, I, I crushed in the divisional round. I mean, the, uh, the wild card round. I was right, I think, on, uh, what was that? I guess the, yeah, I was right on every one of those games. And went, so went 4-0 and and felt pretty strong about it. Cash couple double unit plays and then, uh, the conference or the, and the, the divisional round, then I come back and go 0 and 4 and was just wrong about everything there. So that was, uh, pretty frustrating. Lost a couple in painful fashion and a couple in just blowout fashion and then come back last week or two weeks ago, I guess, and conference championships and went 2 and 0 again. So I was either right about everything all weekend or wrong about everything. And well, luckily I had two, two weekends on the good side and one on the bad. So I had, I talked how I liked. The Chiefs was my only release play, minus the seven, which I, I liked quite a bit. And uh, then I also liked the Niners, and I've talked about, you know, it just seems like the absolute obvious tease that everybody's going to have, but it just felt to me like it was just a great a great bet. And then I mentioned, yeah, not only did I like teasing them, but I could even see parlaying them together, and it just seems like a spot where both the favorites are just such a better class of team, and they're, Decent chance they're going to roll, and the Chiefs made it a little interesting early, falling down to Tennessee again. But after that, then the, the second half of that game, and or I guess even from the second quarter on of that game, and and the Niners the whole way through, just uh, just absolutely steamrolled. So any type of tease or parlay or whatever you got with them, that uh, came through pretty easily. So I was I was kind of shocked how many people that I listened to a different stuff that aren't professional betters, but just casual people were like, yeah. I, you know, I talked myself into the Titans money line or I talked myself into the, you know, the Packers. Well, I knew one of them was going to be a competitive game. So I, I didn't feel comfortable teasing the two favorites. And I was just like, boy, I, you know, no, you take a victory lap when you're right. But that was uh, one time where it was just, uh, you know, the, obviously the right call. And I think we kind of got the best Super Bowl matchup here. And even like I mentioned before last week, one of my favorite bets was taking the Chiefs plus 125. So we had that going into this game. That's a pretty nice price to have. Not that it's mind blowing or anything crazy future value, but, uh, all I had to do is get by the Titans like that. And now you're sitting there with a pretty good money line price. And this was the worst case scenario too, obviously coming out of the other game. So all in all, uh, yeah, real strong conference championship for me. It's like you said, talking about the whole year recap. Uh, it wasn't a great year for me. I started off just horrendously and it was almost just a joke how, how many games I lost. And then I ended up the season pretty strong when in, uh, like 13, and I went like 13 and 5 coming on the stretch, 13 and 4, I think it was. So, 
it's nice to at least bounce back a little bit and make the overall a little bit more respectable for the year, but definitely looking forward to to uh, hopefully starting off a little bit stronger next year. So that'll do it for the uh, weekend recap. Uh, and there's no qualifiers this week for getting the best number with two games there. Pretty unlikely that uh, there's going to be, but there wasn't. So let's go ahead and skip that, and uh, let's jump right into it. All right, Super Bowl. Kansas City laying, uh, laying one here, one and a half, and a total of 54 and a half. What do you think, Rob? Um, yeah, well, I'll just give uh, just the opener. Just you got a, a barometer here. We got the spread opened here at the Westgate. As a pick, um, I got bet up uh, pretty quickly there to one, Kansas City one, and then kind of bouncing between one and a half, one uh, for most of these sports books for the last few week, uh, week and a half here. And then the total here, open 51 and a half, 52, somewhere in there, and then uh, just been steadily bet up here to 54 and a half, like you said, 54, 54 and a half, 55, and just kind of been bouncing around. It depends on the shop, whether you know, a square shop or a, a sharp shop, so you definitely got to for sure, uh, look around there if you're going to make a bet on, uh, I mean, the, the spread is one thing. I mean, you can get a little bit of a different number. Even that total, I think you can definitely find some, some differences in the total. And I won't be surprised that it kind of even gets more, more so like that, uh, as this public money kind of comes in fast and furious before game time here, uh, the, the, this coming weekend. So, um, yeah, my opinion on the game, I, I mean, I actually have a fairly strong opinion on the game. Even though I don't have a ton invested already, but it, and I don't know if I'm ever actually going to get there just because it is such a big game. I know most people would say, you know, the, the average person would come up to me and say, oh, you're going to be betting a lot of the Super Bowl. And for me, um, I mean, this is the game I'm going to have. Uh, I might have a lot more uh, quantity of bets if I have props and everything else. But uh, as for the side total, I mean, I might make a bet, but I mean, it's going to be even if I have a, a decent opinion is just kind of hard when you have one game in the spotlight it's just hard to find that big of an edge i mean it's just harder and harder as the fewer games because it's uh and you have better teams and you can't uh you know bet the worst teams that are kind of undervalued or, or other teams that are overvalued i mean you kind of got everything out on the table so and then obviously every all the eyes are on there to to beat the number into place but with that being said I think this total here is going in the right direction i mean i was i was shocked quite frankly that it would open 51 and a half 52 i looked at that immediately and just said that's just too low um of course you kind of second guess yourself like i said with the super bowl being in effect and uh and it is moving move so much which i was kind of surprised that it moved that much off the opener i think that just goes to show you how poor of an opening number it was um but a little bit to do with that i'm sure just the last two weeks like i said i've been on kansas city overs and they've cashed in pretty easy fashion so um has a little bit to do with that so i mean it feels like a time too where you kind of miss the boat i think with these overs but with that i I, st- I still think there is still um if you if you force me to play this i still would look over i don't think i will probably get involved but uh you know i think definitely lean to the over and then from a spread perspective i was even shocked with this i mean i i, I thought for sure this game would be two and a half or three that's what i thought uh all, all throughout the playoffs if this was the matchup and the fact that it opened uh pick on one uh, and then kind of a one and a half here it just kind of seems too low to me. I'm just kind of surprised, uh, all the respect for San Francisco. But with that being said, the, the things that do scare me, obviously, uh, you're going to get the public. Seems like they're going to be more interested in the Kansas City side. And that's typically what the Super Bowl has to offer for the, for the public betters. They like the, the bigger offenses and the, the flashier plays and all that stuff as opposed to San Francisco, of course, is a, a more of a ground and pound type of team. Uh, kind of big in the trenches and, you know, that offensive line, defensive line, uh, wins their battles. And of course the defense has been 
pretty stellar here as of late, too, getting a lot healthier. So that's one thing that does scare me, uh, betting against San Francisco. But uh, like I said, if this is just a normal game in the middle of the season uh, with with everything being the same of health-wise and stuff, I just feel like you're getting some value here on Kansas City. Um, but, you know, we'll see if I get involved or how much I get involved. But uh, like I said, it, to me it's going to be Kansas City or pass, but uh, not going to be as quick. Quick to pull the trigger just for the, the, the things I mentioned earlier uh, due to the San Francisco side, uh, and especially getting healthier. That definitely scares me a little bit. But it just the, the way I see this game playing out, it just feels like, uh, you know, it's going to be tough for San Francisco to stay stay in tune with them. But, again, we've seen it all the time where a high-powered offense and you go run into a good defense, and then, you know, sometimes if they, if they have an answer for it, uh, you know, that's the thing. So I guess that's, like you said, it's going to be making a really interesting Super Bowl just uh, for that, that aspect alone to see if, you know, which one's going to prevail here, the high-powered offense or this high-powered defense. And, yeah, like you mentioned, it's going to be uh, one of the Super Bowls I'm looking forward to probably the most here in the last, uh, you know, decade or so. Yeah, exactly. Same here. But that being said, I just don't really have a whole uh, much of a strong opinion at all. So from an entertainment standpoint, I'm definitely looking forward to it. But from a betting standpoint, I just don't really feel strongly much at all. So, um, you know, I... I think the Chiefs, the last handful of weeks, are probably the best team. But, yeah, even as I say that, obviously I have some hesitation. Just the way the Niners have just had complete team wins and have been a lot led by their really strong defense is, uh, I think, is just one of those where it seems like that's the profile of a team I'd almost rather have here, catching a, a point and a half or or taking a little bit of plus money on the money line. And I'd... It just seems like that's the team that's going to be a little bit undervalued under the radar. But yeah, like you, know, like you mentioned earlier, you would kind of shock that the the public hasn't been hammering the Chiefs here. I don't know if that just goes to show you that the the Niners still have somewhat of a public feeling with them after their glory days, or that just their wins have been so impressive, or or what that reasoning is. But uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the, a lot of the public money hasn't came in yet. I mean, they're going to be betting yeah. here in the, within 48 hours of the kickoff, and we still haven't reached that point. So I think even now we're seeing a little bit of sharp money, I would assume, uh, coming in on, on San Francisco because this line's coming down a little bit. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised this kind of came up uh, before kickoff. And, again, not that public side's the right side by any stretch, but I've, I'm sure that's where it'd probably go, you would think. Yeah, I would think so. But I've also heard a lot of people making a case for the Niners and even, like, you know, like I said, like non-professional betters, but just average guys that say, well, yeah, you know, they just destroyed the Packers and, and destroyed the Vikes and they haven't really been tested yet. And they won that game against the Saints in a shootout fashion. And the Chiefs were down two games in a row early, like whatever, 24 nothing to the, to Houston in the playoffs and then down, I think it was 10 nothing to Tennessee. So. If they if they get down with the Niners, I don't know if they'll have a chance to come back. Like I've heard that case being made, and just with how good the Niners looked overall, um, I don't know. I think I don't think the public's on the Chief Chiefs now or will be as much as I would have thought or kind of expected a couple weeks ago. And I'm not sure exactly what that is, but yeah, to your point, it's like a lot of the public money hasn't came in yet, and it will. So maybe we'll see if the the line ticks up or not. But it's just. Uh, I don't know, it's a really interesting game because I think, like I said, with the, the Chiefs being down like they were, I think you could really make a case that they beat up, they beat two AFC South teams at home that wasn't really all that impressive. And a lot of people were giving the Titans way more respect. And you can say, well, yeah, they look what they did to the Ravens the week before and how much credit do you give them? But 
I think you could very easily kind of poo-poo it and say, oh, this is a pretty bad spot and how many road games in a row and how many times did Derrick Henry get a bunch of touches in a row and, and all that. And then Houston, you know, everybody loved them to get beat by Buffalo the week before and they barely squeaked by in a game that they very easily could have lost. So I don't know, like, as much as good as the, these two teams look, I think you can make real cases against both of them. And then like, if they look on the Niners side and, uh, you know, they beat up on the Packers that everybody was screaming was a fraud all year long. And whether they were or not, I don't, you know, we'll never know for sure. And then the Vikings team was in a pretty bad spot that was questionable, especially on the road too. They, so I mean, what did, what did they really accomplish too? It's kind of, kind of weird that I think you can almost make whatever case you want for good or bad for either team and make a pretty compelling one, depending on what evidence you include and what evidence you leave out. So. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not sure here, I'd, which makes for a very interesting game. Obviously, when you're talking about a pick 'em to one point spread range, uh, it, it's gonna make it fun to watch. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't don't really have much of a strong opinion, even the total. I agree with you that it made sense to take up like that, and in general, like a lot of these primetime games, I don't know if it's a a myth anymore or not, but it seems like. Teams kind of come out slow and maybe their timing is a little bit off from the, the time off and their nerves are a little bit strong and they come out playing conservatively because they don't want to lose it. And it seems like there's on you know, value on the under. But I think the, the, the Niners are kind of a underrated over team, even though they run the ball. They still score a lot of points and their defense, I guess their defense is kind of a, um, a deciding factor there because if they had the defense from the last couple weeks, um, you know, even the Packers that gave up 20 points to them, but it was a lot of garbage time where, you know, I don't, I, I don't, it's hard to imagine they'd be up by that much and let the Chiefs score in garbage time, but who knows? And then against the Vikings, their defense was outstanding. So if you get that defense, then maybe they're not, maybe they are a little bit more of an under team, but if you get the defense from the last half of the season, along with their offense, which was pretty good and multidimensional with Shanahan calling plays. Um, then I think they are quite a bit of an over team. And then the Chiefs obviously are, are quite a bit too. But even they had their defense had a good stretch there towards the back half of the season where they weren't giving up anything on the ground and they had only given up like 13 points in like five weeks or something like that, uh, you know, the most any week. So it just seems like no matter what, what way you go about it, um, to me, I just kind of have reservations every which way. And, and like we, like I've said, you know, a bunch of times, if this were a random game on, on the week nine, would I go after this game? And I just don't think I would. I'd be real interested to watch it and definitely get one of the featured spots on our TV. But I just don't, uh, I don't feel strongly enough either way. So no, no reason to prolong that anymore. It's uh, kind of too bad that <laughs> that's the way you go out and, uh, on the end of a season, but, um, yeah, that's the way it is. Hopefully it'll be a game and, uh, come back with some strong opinions next year. Um, I know, did you mention the couple props that you wanted to get after? Or? Yeah, I'll mention a few here just kind of for fun. Um, just kind of a few that I'm looking at. I mean, again, with props, the thing that, the thing I, I've done props in the past where I've had a lot of huge cards where I'm betting, you know, 15, 20, 25 props and put them all in the system. Uh, on runsports.com and tracking them all and stuff and just pretty difficult because for me um what i'm going to be looking for out of anything is trying to get value and of course getting an odds program or something where you can look at the line of every book because i mean i have a lot of different books and a lot of different outs 
to make bets on. So for me, I just can't stand getting the worst of the numbers. So I'm going to check every every book, and it's just it's just super uh, time consuming, and, and gets pretty uh, you know you get a headache pretty quick there. Spend hours and hours, and uh, looking at the props. I remember last year, you know, going through all my books, and you know, I have 25 plus outs trying to look for all these different props, and going through the huge menu, it just kind of gets overloading. So. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm not, I'm not going to have a ton. I don't think I'm going to have as many as last year. It's just kind of one of those things. It's just one game. Um, obviously, the props do make it a lot more entertaining, though, that's for sure. Um, so, I mean, just a few I'll throw out there. I mean, the one thing I think the way I look, see it coming out or playing out, it just seems like there's going to be a lot of points, like I said. I feel like it's going to be higher scoring. I think that's, of course, what everyone's kind of thinking. So I'm not definitely not in, my, not in the minority there at all. But um, you know, going with that, I just feel like uh, one thing I look at is field goals under. Uh, I see under three and a half, a little bit of extra juice, minus 125, 130, a few different books I've looked at. I mean, I just feel like this is going to be a, a game where both coaches are going to be aggressive. I mean, we've kind of already seen that throughout the playoffs. So, I mean, you already see that and, like, look at when it's going to be, you know, short and fourth, fourth, fourth and short or, uh, you know, somewhere they're going to be debating a field goal or going for it. It just seems like these are the two type of teams they're going to be going for instead of kicking field goals. At least Kansas City for sure. I think San Francisco's kind of more in that boat than not in that boat. So, you know, three and a half I think is a fair number to go under um, for total field goals in the game. So I like that one a decent amount. Um, also, um, what's the – trying to pull it up here, find a number. I think it was longest touchdown. I feel like – I don't know. I think it all kind of just goes correlated, but somewhere in 40 – 46 and a half, 47 and a half, something like that, uh, for the longest touchdown of the game in yards. I feel like that's uh, got a good chance of going over just as how explosive Kansas City is. I feel like they might be able to do that themselves. Um, of, of course, it would be better if you get some odds just for them and maybe get a better number if you could find that somewhere. But, you know, that's kind of just the general concept. I just feel like there's going to be quite a few big plays and uh, not as many field goals and uh, more touchdowns. But the other thing, too, my the third one I'll go with, and kind of contrary to what I'm saying um, with field goals, but I do think, um, looking for right now for a price, but um, first quarter field goal, yes or no, it, uh, that's something I'm going to look at. I feel like that's going to be a yes. I, I don't know. You see it a lot in Super Bowls. We see it almost every year about how the game starts out slower, and uh, I know a lot of sharper people I listen to, they'll take the, for example, take, no score in the first five minutes or five and a half minutes of the first quarter, um, assuming it'll be a slower start or, um, you know, somewhere of that variation or another one to get it that would be more points scored in the third quarter than the fir- first quarter. Uh, I, mean, I don't disagree with those. I feel like other years have been a lot better for that than this, um, than, than this type of Super Bowl, though. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if this one came a little bit higher scoring in the first half or uh, first quarter. Not a ton, but maybe more of the second quarter than the first quarter once they settle in. But with that being said, I feel like they're going to be, if anything, if they're going to be conservative at all, I feel like they're going to be conservative in the first quarter. And to me, um, taking the taking the field goal that's going to be a field goal made in the first half, uh, sorry, first quarter, feels to me like a, a decent bet. Uh, like I said, I feel like they're just going to be a little bit more uh, more conservative in the first quarter and uh, kind of just see what's going to be going out there. And I think especially with the, where this point spread is, I feel like, uh, right in the pick'em range or a little bit more on Kansas City. So right around that pick'em range, it just feels like uh, both coaches kind of uh, are going to try not to lose it at least right away until they kind of have to or kind of their hand forces their hand to kind of do something. Uh, but we'll see what happens, like I said. So that one's uh, that one's even each way. So it's uh, minus 110, minus 115, depending on the juice each way, uh, whether it be a first-quarter field goal. So that's for either team. So 
I like that for the yes for that. If you can find that around that price, I feel like uh, that's another prop that uh, that seems like it's a good bet to me. So those are those are three off the top of my head that I'm uh, you know will bet or at least looking at and just kind of you know some variation of that. That's the thing with props is kind of I think the best way to bet them is kind of figure out how you think the game game's going to be played and just kind of try to find some misprices between books or or find somewhere where you think it's a decent number and go ahead and bet it and uh, see a way, see a way to attack the way. See a way. See if you can find a way to attack the game and a prop the way you think the game's going to play out. So, um, and I, with that, I think I will note quick. I know it's kind of like second nature to me, but some people that are kind of new to betting or kind of a first Super Bowl, or they're engaged in their own sports pod or anything else, but definitely look at uh, props that have you can bet either side. Don't bet those props where you know, like um, something like uh, the player scored the touchdown and you have a field of five, six, seven, eight people and then you also have the field where you can pick it at uh, you know big plus money. It just those types of bets where there's no yes no or over unders and, and it's just something where there's multiple different ways to go. You you won't notice unless you do all the math yourself in like a spreadsheet. But the hold there for the book is just ridiculous of how much they hold there. It's kind of like a future bet uh, to win the Super Bowl. Those just really aren't too good of bets uh, long term if you're looking for profitable wagers. But again, if you're just looking for fun. Something to throw some money on, something to root for, you know, no big deal. But uh, from coming down from a profitability standpoint and trying to make money, it definitely stick to the over-unders. Uh, like I said, yes, no's, uh, those type of stuff. Or our comparison props, uh, if you're looking at quarterback versus quarterback, more yards, something like that. Just, uh, you know, that's that's going to be a simple thing. Either this one wins or that one wins, and there's going to be juice uh, attached to that. So something to keep in mind for sure, just a general prop betting uh, you know, tip there for the Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds good. Um, yeah, I looked and I just like, I don't really feel strongly about any props. So I think giving out any of them probably wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be in good faith. So it just, to me, it just feels like a, a lot of people kind of expect it to be a higher scoring game. And I know you do included, but if you do like the under, I'm sure there's, I would sure think there'd be a value on betting unders on a lot of things, you know, my home passing yards, all that type of stuff. Cause that, Kansas City offense just looks um, unstoppable. So if you do like that, which I really don't either, I think I'd probably lean over myself. So I'd, I'm not necessarily suggesting that, but I'm sure instead of betting one big bet on the under, which you know it'd take half of that and you can spread it out over props because everybody's going to be wanting rooting for those overs. So that's that'd be about my only uh, only tip of advice for that. But yeah, uh, if, if anyone is having any, you know. Someone, because I, I agree too with, I'm not a super soul in the over like I have been in the last couple of games. Of course, the number's been a little bit mildly adjusted too, but more so it just comes down to, this, it's a different, it's a different atmosphere and it's a different monster for these people. Especially look at Andy Reid, never been to a, never won a Super Bowl and then Mahomes first Super Bowl. I mean, there's just a lot of different things you really can't account for. And, uh, if you have any question or any doubt of, uh, look at the way they've played the last few weeks or throughout the playoffs, these teams and how many points they've been able to score and how much they're able to dominate, it's like, well, like last year's Super Bowl, I don't have to look any further than that. I mean, you had the Rams being really hot going into the, into the Super Bowl and the Patriots are obviously hot and a good team and, and look at how, uh, just dreadful that was from an offensive perspective, uh, last year. And there's no points were scored, uh, at all. And it's just a super low scoring game. So. Again, I, I agree. I don't think it's going to be low scoring either. But uh, again, I, th- I think that's why you have to take everything with a grain of salt here. It is a Super Bowl and it's just one game, so don't uh, don't be over betting your bankroll or anything like that. You got to stick to your guns and kind of just uh, handicap it like normal. But uh, got to keep in mind, uh, like I said, it is a Super Bowl and things are going to be different than a normal game. Yeah, for sure. Um, any other 
concluding thoughts here for for the Super Bowl or for the uh, pod or the season in general? No, not really. I think I already had the season recap there and the weekend recap. I kind of put that uh, merging into one for, for me, and then you kind of did it as well. So I don't have much more to say about that. Um, like I said, kind of disappointing season overall. Hopefully we can get back at it next year and, and get some more profitable seasons under our belt. But, uh, yeah, and then from this game perspective, I think I've said probably enough. I don't have uh, a huge opinion, probably a, better, a little more opinion than you do on the game, but definitely not uh, something I'm um, super – you know, super, uh, gonna be super involved in. So, yeah, I think, uh, we already said it'll be a good Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully we have some fun here we can figure out to do for the, for the Sunday, uh, Sunday game. And yeah, it's kind of, uh, kind of annoying here that, uh, we're gonna be missing football now for the next several months. It's gonna be, gonna be weird not watching games every Sunday. And, you know, we kind of be nice to have a break here for a few weeks, but I'm sure, uh, next month or two are definitely gonna be missing it. So we'll, uh, Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening with listening and sticking with us throughout the season. It's been uh, it's been fun, been a good ride here, and uh, another year down of the Around Sports Pod. Yeah, and should we uh, slip in a pick of the week, or do you think we should retire those at this point? <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose we better do the pick of the week, like you said. Uh, I'm trying to, to work to get back to fifty fifty here on the season. All right, let's go ahead and do it. The AS Pick of the Week. All right, so what's uh. Out of all your options here, what's your pick of the week this week? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I think, uh, nice part about the pick of the week is it's kind of like you're forced to do something. So I think I will, I'll switch it up since I had the total last time. I think what I'll do is I'm going to take the spread. I think I feel more confident about the, the spread on the Kansas City side. So looks like one's the prevailing number here. I'll take, uh, go ahead and take Kansas City minus one for the Super Bowl pick of the week here on the Roan Sports Pod. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I'll do my, uh, my plus 125 from last week that, uh, that was my pick of the week for this. No, oh, roll um, it over. Yeah. Um, I guess quickly I should recap last week, uh, or two weeks ago, whatever, for the conference championships, you had the over, uh, was it 53, I think, in the Tennessee Chiefs game, and that got there fairly easily, and then I had the Chiefs minus seven, which also got there fairly easily. So yeah, that gets you to nine and ten on the year, and me to eight and eleven. So that being said, I could just uh, go head to head with you, take San Fran, and and if I win, I get a tie. Um, <laughs> little little hedge. <laughs> yeah. Or I could go ahead and uh, take the over, but you know what? Ah, screw it. I'll do I'll do San Francisco. I'll go head to head with you, and um. And, uh, you know, root for that tie for the season. So, but, uh, yeah. I don't have a strong opinion. If I, if I had a strong opinion, I'd, I know I'd go with that, obviously. It's kind of a weak, weak cop out to take that. But when you don't really feel strongly about it, I think it kind of sets up well. So, what are we going to do? We got to do something to break the tie, don't we? What if it, if it does yeah. come about? Yeah, we'll have to, to figure something out. I don't know. What, anything come to mind right away? I don't know if I was going to say if we each pick a prop or if we each, I don't know. I'm not really sure. We each picked the total score. It kind of seems like a corny thing that some, you know, some yeah. people do that's watching the game. I don't know if there's something. We have something else to, to break the tie. Yeah. Let's, let's, I think total score is good. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll come up with my number and write it down so I'm not prices right in you. And then, uh, and then you go ahead and do yours. Um, all right. I'm locked in. What are you thinking? Um, let's see. I'm going to go for total points here. I will do 
about to see. I gotta, I gotta run, run some numbers here before I give a, this is pretty serious, this is pretty serious business. Oh, I know, it's life or death. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna do 58. <laughs> That's what I had written down. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> That's pretty fitting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, maybe we should, should we do, uh, how about to make it more fair since we got the same number? Should we do Mahomes pass yards? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Let's do that. Um, all right. My number well, down. A little bit funnier on the last AS pot of the year or the season. All right. I got mine down. So whenever you're ready. Okay, I'm gonna do. Let's see, I'm gonna do three thirty-five. All right, well, I got three forty-seven. So. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, I think I uh, that was actually probably a pretty dumb. I should have lowballed you. Says the only way this comes into play is if San Francisco wins the game, but that's not the brightest. So what are you gonna do? Um, yeah. so alright, in order for me to win the year as far as picks go, I need to have San Francisco win the game or, well, cover the spread and Mahomes to pass for, what'd you say, 35? 335. 335. So, 12, so, and, and Mahomes throw for 441. That would be a push. So 442, or 342, I mean. So we need a Mahomes 342 plus and the San Francisco winner. Let's go! <laughs> I don't know what kind of number you get on that parlay, but <laughs> try it out. <laughs> the anti-correlated parlay? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen crazier things. Yeah, that's true. I uh, just need an absolute shootout from Jimmy G. I love the New Orleans game. So uh, we went a little bit off the rails here, but uh, I think it was a fun way to to end the year, and hopefully the game is, uh, is a good one to watch. And uh, best of luck to everybody out there. Thank you to all the listeners. It's been a fun year. Even if not the best year from a picking perspective, it's it's definitely been uh, been an entertaining year and a fun year to do the pod. So I think we have every intention of running her back next year, and I don't know if we'll come up with any new uh, ideas or we'll just keep up the same format. But we'll uh, talk about it a little bit over the summer. And I know we always say we might do some preview pods and stuff, but I'm sure when it comes around to it in August, we'll probably just be focusing on the season and and come back and and uh, start up our pod once the the regular season gets around, so looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, even though the season's not officially over yet, I uh, can't wait for next year. So it'll be fun. Uh, have a good summer, everybody. Uh, and thank you, as I said, thanks again. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Arone Sports Podcast. Check out aronesports.com for all of your sports betting needs, including automatic bet tracking, mobile notifications, free picks, and more. 